What's going on? This is episode 80 of the podcast. Oh, yeah. We introduce ourselves. <laughs> and we didn't come up with names. Who cares? We're just first names. First names. Um, we'll, we'll all be friends of Bill W. <laughs> Isn't that the Alcoholics Anonymous? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> they say they're friend, friends of Bill W. or really? something. Is yeah. that like a code? I think so. When they they say that like in public or like in meetings, I think, or maybe in public. Like if someone's like, "Who the hell are you?" You have to go up friend friend of Bill, Bill w. w. And you know I could, I might have the name wrong. Bill W. Scott, but have you ever heard of that? I maybe, but that just, I mean, Bill Bill W. is is could be a person though. Like, what it if could, there's a yeah. Bill W. Maybe, there? Like, did he start Alcoholics like, Anonymous? Could be the founder. I'm Bill W. Who the hell are you? <laughs> I don't know you at all. He's the only one that introduces I'm Bill himself. W., founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> this is my wife, Jenny He's Craig. <laughs> Jenny Craig. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is episode 80 of the podcast. I'm Casey, friend of Bill W. And I'm Lucas, friend of Bill W. <laughs> I'm Scott, friend of Bill W. I'm Suriano. I am acquaintances with Bill W. <laughs> <laughs> This is the podcast. Nothing's, Nothing's too, too weird. Well, you know that everything is too black and everything is too white. Everything is too loose and everything is too tight. They got too much control. I hope they don't let go. It's too, Girly. too, too, or too. There's too much sun today. It's no fun. It's too cold. What the heck is going on? I just don't know. Guess I'll start another podcast show. Cause nothing is wrong. However, something ain't right. Without the darkness, then there isn't any light. You're being too polite. I think that maybe we should fight. The days are too long. Oh God, another long night. Nothing is too shaven and nothing is too bearded. Nothing. Whoa, nothing is too weird. All right, we just do this thing. You. Well, <laughs> now we gotta start over. No. <laughs> Sometimes I forget to tell people. We're going to do that. Then I think they think, I didn't do it. I don't know what's going on. It's fine. You don't have to. Oh, the nothing's too weird. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's too weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not. Hey, guys. So it's Memorial Day weekend, as they say, mm -hmm. the official start of summer. That's what they've said. Is that what they say? That's what I've heard it's people like what say. Budweiser probably says. <laughs> they probably do. And I'm like, everyone's talking about it. <laughs> They're the official sponsor of summer. <laughs> Memorial Day is? <laughs> sure. People that died in war, this the official sponsors sponsor of summer. summer. Thank you mm -hmm. for dying for us yeah. to have this day. For our sins. There would be no, there would be no summer. <laughs> there wouldn't. It would never come. Do you guys... So we just went camping for the first time um, in a little camper that we have now. And it was amazing. We've been camping in our lives. Yes, in our lives we have. But this, this is your first time as two adults yeah. in, in their a, own... In a camper. I never camper. camped in a camper. Just a tent. Yeah. My parents had a camper when I was little, and I think I was the reason it had to go away, because what no one told me was when I went to the bathroom, the water was going to be blue. And then oh. I went to the bathroom, and then the water was blue, and then I started screaming, and then I panicked because I felt like I couldn't get out of the bathroom. She was 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but and also the way they design those bathrooms, it is very much like, it just looks like you're in a tube. Yeah. So I freaked out about the blue water, and then I was like, I miss my cats. Then my family's like, this is not working out. She's lost her mind. Sell the camper. <laughs> and now they have their own camper, so everything's fine. I'm not ruining their life anymore. That's good. They have their own lives. 
What about you guys? Are you guys, what are you doing for this long weekend? Well, I, uh, a lot of yard work. Yeah. I don't, I, I've only been camping twice in my life. And I don't, it wasn't horrible. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh boy, I can't wait to <laughs> get out and do that. You know, I think I'm more of a cabin in the woods kind of guy. Yeah. That's what you the know. camper felt like. You know, three guys, three girls, <laughs> a little strip poker. <laughs> I've never done the cabin in the woods. Where do you thing. go? Teams? <laughs> teams. Yeah. yeah I, I could do the camper. I couldn't do real camping. I've had the same thing, two mm-hmm. experiences. Um, one was in middle school, and it was just like a weekend uh, summer camp thing, which was plenty for me. With like other youths? Yeah, other youths. Uh, I went, my friend's like, you should go. It'd be fun. And I hated it. I don't. I'm not a bug. I hate bugs. Yeah. And there were like centipedes, which I'm not a oh. not a fan of them. So like the whole time, I just slept in the sleeping bag, like all the way zipped up, because <laughs> that's gonna stop them from getting mm-hmm. in. And yeah. it's like in my clothes. I didn't shower at all because there were bugs in there. It it wasn't good. The second time was with friends uh, when we were like 19, and same thing. I like wore a hoodie. It's summer, and I just <laughs> drank the whole time to get through it. <laughs> In yeah. a tent the second time? Uh, there's a tent the second time, yeah. And I remember at one point, uh, this is where you feel bad about youthful drinking is when even the other kids take the bottle away from you. <laughs> and I, 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 I said, uh, I'll drink until I pass out or I die. Oh, that, no. <laughs> I That's, didn't Was it, it the bugs talking? It was the <laughs> bugs inside. They got in my brain. <laughs> and that's when I said, camping's probably not for me. <laughs> I tell you what, with a camper, that's nice. And I was just blasting the AC because, you know, at the campground, it's like we're paying for the electricity. And I'm like, blast this thing. We paid for this. Use up all the electricity. So it's like. We did, too. (laughs) Is that why my power Everybody did. That's what my sister, my mom, and my brother were doing. It's terrible. If you're like an environment, I'm not, obviously. But if you're one of those people like, we need to use less power, that would you would be irate. Yeah, and it's like, I'm like, you know, we got to save the bees and the butterflies, but then it's like, I'm fucking blasting this AC. <laughs> I'm blasting it, and I'm leaving my door open. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because I paid for it. Yeah. I'm blasting it. Right. Same concept as like a hotel or motel. You're like, yeah. you know, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take two showers today. <laughs> to go I'm using every towel <laughs> in the house. <laughs> So you had the door open all night in the air. Well, like, we had the screen door open and the air going. <laughs> and so did my whole family. And we're all just like, whatever. This place is expensive. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. they're going to break, though. Because they're going to be... What do you mean? They're going to be going too hard. What? At the campground? That's their if problem. If you got the... No. I mean, our air conditioner. Oh. It's not going to break. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we used it once. It'll last forever. <laughs> Case it, closed. <laughs> It's a window it's unit. made of plastic. <laughs> right. That lasts forever. Everyone knows that. A window unit lasts forever? Well, I mean, yep. people say plastic is Unless never falls out. disintegrating. Right. Plastic's never disintegrating. It lasts forever. That's true. There are uh, third world countries where their lakes and rivers are just filled with old air conditioners. <laughs> <laughs> Still working. Yep. <laughs> Cold. Because they're made That's of ice. <laughs> <laughs> They've made of plastic. Right. <laughs> and that's good for them. <laughs> it's good. It's good for the environment <laughs> and for the people who live there. Because global warming, uh, uh, not getting warm, is it? Nope. It was cold outside yesterday. Yeah, it was cold out. <laughs> 
so we're fine. <laughs> Growing up, we always rent a tent, and it wasn't the bugs and stuff I was afraid of, but my dad would tell us that a guy was going to come and murder us <laughs> for his golden arm. <laughs> mm. That old story. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would go, who's got my golden arm? He's like, and then someone took his golden arm after he died, and now he's like, then he would say, Casey's got it. And then he would scratch on the side of the tent like Jeez, some, the golden that's arm. scary. <laughs> He's still telling this golden arm story. Scott heard it. Yeah. <laughs> to you as adults? <laughs> to, to new children. Oh, new children. <laughs> to traumatize. Yes. Well, I told you my nephew now has told all his friends, like, he's not scared of Bigfoot, but he's like, you guys... I've seen Bigfoot. <laughs> and they're all like terrified. And he's just like, no, click on the trees. We'll get it out. Because <laughs> my parents have them convinced there's Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. So, and they've taken him to click on the trees. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I did too. And he's like, there's Bigfoot. I'm like, yep. I Wait, see big, it. Bigfoot lives inside the tree? With <laughs> well, you take a stick and you knock on the tree and then Bigfoot's like, I hear you. Here I come. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's Is that all you have to do? <laughs> all trees are his, are, his, are his door. For yep. Knock, knock. Oh, hey. hey. Bad signal. <laughs> Did you go camping growing up in a tent? Well, the two times that I went, one was a camper, which I didn't like because campers have that smell. The I blue water smell. The, maybe it's the blue water or it's just the... <laughs> it's all the... Plastic. Yeah, whatever they so manufacture. Obsessed with the plastic. And these were retro seventies like campers with yeah. the what's that stuff? I'm, wood I'm, paneling. Wood paneling, but the, what the fabric is made out of on the polyester. Yeah, but it's like it's not plasticky. It's like uh, and I want to uh, say rabbit fur, vinyl, rabbit fur. Yes. Is it rabbit fur and vinyl? Vinyl, I'm, a blend. It probably vinyl underneath, but it's almost carpeted. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I can't think of right now what it's called. Yeah, but and then I did a tent the other time, and I wasn't. I'm a light sleeper, and that just makes it even the worse. The ground. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Were you a tenter? Yep, we always had a tent. Mm. A did pub your dad? Tent? Did your dad tell you someone was coming to murder you every night? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, there were never any <laughs> uh, any of that stuff. No scary stories. Nothing. Oh. You just handle your business. Oh, not us. Be serious in camp. No. <laughs> not us. <laughs> fuck around. Was he uh, one of those guys that's like, this is stuff you need to know in case, you know, like, uh, the moss is on the north side. <laughs> no, not quite like Boy Scout-ish, okay. but, like, they, I mean, I don't know if they had to or they wanted to. They did everything, you know. Like, he'd make coffee in this percolator thing that you'd have to put on a fire, and all the meals were on... You know, charcoal on the fire pit. Like fish? Did you eat raw fish? From, or not raw, not raw fish. <laughs> we had sushi flown in. With your mouth from the stream. Folks, we are rough. Like a bear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, real man can. <laughs> real man Oh, your, your dad is Bear Grylls, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't mention that. Yeah. It would usually start off jumping out of a helicopter. <laughs> With all of our gear. And the camera crew. <laughs> and a knife. Yeah. Uh, one year we were camping, I, I think it was called Springbrook. Oh, yeah. We went there for middle school in so cabins. We, it has like a it's lake crazy. up high, like a small lake, and then there's a huge hill that goes like almost straight down to this campground area. And these kids were going down on bikes, like straight down this thing. And it was just like, these kids are going to get hurt. 
And then one did, and he, like, flipped the bike and, like, broke his neck. And the ambulance had to come out and put him on a stretcher. Oh, my God. It really uh, ruined the vibe at the <laughs> whole campground for the rest of the time. We had to go there in middle school, and it was quite the weekend. See, I didn't shower. We did, but we only went for a day. We didn't camp there. We stayed overnight, and then people that were, like, going out in middle school would make plans to leave the cabin and meet up in like French or something <laughs> in the woods. And then you gonna meet me in the woods we gonna French. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, you can't bring candy and you know what I was like, you can't stop me. And I brought <laughs> <laughs> and I brought a whole bag of M M's. What is why are they trying to control that? We're camping. Because they they want to make it as little fun as possible. Yeah, I it's guess. like I can't have M M's. Then they're like wear hats because the tick so then I was obsessed. Because it was like, we have to wear hats, and we had never worn hats. And I was like, there's a big-time tick problem here. You've never worn hats? Like, wh- when we Mandatory went on... Mandatory hats? <laughs> no. Like, when we went on vacation, Mom and Dad were never, like, put on a hat. And I was never <coughs> wearing hats. Nobody was. That, those people are stupid. Well, I was never wearing hats. Girls don't just wear hats normally, I don't think. And then they were like, you got to get a hat. And then I'm like, a hat? <laughs> and then I got kind of a hat like yours, but it was white. And I was like, oh, that's a fashion cap. And then everyone's like, what's this hat? And it's like middle school. And I'm like, it's a fashion cap. I didn't know what to get. Right. I didn't know girls were just going to wear baseball caps. A giant cowboy hat, (laughs) like a foam cowboy hat. (laughs) I should have got that. But I was so worried about the hat situation. I was like, I got, all right, girls get hats. I'll go to the girls section for hats. And that's what was there. And I'm like, here we go. But everyone was just wearing baseball hats. Well, you, you followed the rules. I followed the hat rules, mm-hmm. broke the candy rules. Do you ever get a cabin? That's we what got we a had cabin at Springbrook. Once. Oh, no, not my family. We didn't. We had a cabin once or twice. They weren't like super fancy. Now that I remember, I did have a cab. I did rent up with a friend a cabin, but it, was, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. But it was better than a camper. Yeah. Says you. <laughs> We're camper people now. Oh, sorry, We've gone right. one time. <laughs> I didn't mean to offend. <laughs> yeah, that's a style. If I were to do it again, which probably won't, um, that is a style <laughs> that I think I'd go the camper or the cabin route. Because, I mean, I, I get the people that like the outdoors, but I feel like we had all these advancements to get from outside of them. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and, and, and it's better now. Let's stop it. Yeah. We don't need to be out there. There's yeah. mattresses be. in there, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah, we saw someone set up a tent at this, the place we're at. Fuck. And it was just like, what are you guys doing? Well, they with were only tent? there for one night. It, and it took was them like an, an hour and a half to get everything. Was it like a fancy tent? It was a huge tent because it, it was a big family. But it was like just seeing oh, all yeah. that they had to put it in the tent mm-hmm. and then thinking back. And it's like, we had to do that too. And it's like, oh, they you all guys, stayed don't in the same tent. They all stayed in the same like, tent. How many kids? Was there like 14. Four? <laughs> there it was, was crazy. There's they either four or 14. <laughs> you didn't see them during the days. They it was were a in there building tent. toys. <laughs> <laughs> sweat lodge, sweat shop <laughs> combo. A literal sweat shop. <laughs> I mean, granted, you're not staying in the tent the whole night, but I mean, growing up, I had an older sister, and like we couldn't be in the same room for more than a half hour without wanting yeah. to kill each other. So I oh, can't yeah. imagine a tent. Well, me and my brother would have to be in a tent, and it'd always be like, who's going to fight to be on the edge? Who gets murdered first? And I'd be like, I'm in the middle. You get murdered, then I get out. Yeah, because the bear's going to yeah. grab this one. 
you can't see my hand, but they're going to grab the edge. Yeah. And they'll drag that one off. Yeah. You're just going to get a ride. And that's the thing. It's like me and my brother, we were watching Shit's Creek, and I sent this clip to my brother because he doesn't watch it, but they're like, you're getting murdered first. And it was like, that would be a fight constantly when we're growing up because we'd have to share a room, too. It's like, you get by the door. You get murdered. I'm not getting murdered. And so that was the tent, too. It's like the Golden Arm guy's coming. Mm-hmm. Get to the side. Maybe I'll get out. Don't you want to save me? It would be just a debate about who's going to die. You <laughs> don't, die, Don't Bill. you want to die for the good of the family? <laughs> Did you guys have to do the thing where you're like, I'm not even sure what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to like hang your trash from a tree or something. Oh. Because I remember we didn't do that the time when we were teenagers and did it and raccoons got in the next morning. <laughs> and I just, my friend, I just remember coming out of the tent and my friend was in his boxers going, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure is in the manual how to get rid of raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do that like in Glacier and Yellowstone. You're supposed to put it either in a bear box or hang it from a tree if you're like in the backwoods or something. But we always just would keep it in the van. But I did see one time a raccoon just getting behind me when we're camping and stealing buns. But then it was so cute. And I'm like, look at this raccoon is stealing buns. <laughs> and then it's just like you just eat, letting it eat all the buns because it's it? like, this is adorable. Was yeah. it shortly after uh, Pocahontas came out because I gave raccoons a lot of clout. <laughs> I think I'm too old for Pocahontas. My sister had a Pocahontas bedspread, but she's like 10 years younger than me. I'm, I'm elderly. <laughs> and then, so, I miss Pocahontas. I mean, I know the story of the actual Pocahontas, mm-hmm. but the whole... Way different. Yeah. <laughs> the cartoon, ex- I never really sure saw. Exactly what happened. <laughs> there are at least four songs, I'm pretty sure, and if you look in a history book. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a song about... The wolf cried to the something. Oh, moon. the colors of the, the wind. wind. Yeah, yeah, that's, colors that's the of the only one wind. I can remember. I know that, but otherwise, Pocahontas. I didn't get that experience. I loved raccoons from the movie The Great Outdoors. Oh yeah, I, for, I forgot. They have about voices them. or voiceovers, you know, where they're translating mm-hmm. the raccoon gibberish, and they eat lips and assholes and yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> Love it. Did. I don't recall that part, but... You're doing Yeah. Well, they say <laughs> hot dogs... I saw it a couple times. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen it. They got assholes in them? Well, they say hot dogs are just lips and assholes. That's what Dan Aykroyd says. And then the raccoons later call back say, oh, these are just lips and assholes. The raccoons are saying a Dan Aykroyd call back. Hey, you guys. <laughs> you guys all used to do stand-up comedy, and now you don't. Do you yeah. miss it? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Now, <laughs> do you miss doing stand-up comedy? Or do you just like to be funny not standing up in front of people? I'll do it still on occasion, but by occasion, I mean, I think maybe last year I did it like four times, five times. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, at the same season. open mic, at like the regular open mic? In the yeah. Room. How did it go? Uh, yeah. Did it feel the same? It was, it, it does. It's one of those things that like I realized that like now... It can make you feel really good if it does if you do well, but if I do bad, I feel bad for like two days, and I'm yeah. like, is it worth it to get out and put on pants <laughs> to go do this? And and uh, I'm like, no, I'll just stay here and annoy my wife. I yeah. think that's, that's what yeah. I mean. You do what you love. Yeah. <laughs> she enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll I'll always. I'll probably still always do it occasionally. And I always like to make people laugh. Um, 
it's just I don't know. It's it's a fun hobby, but I don't yeah. have that mentality of like I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna go somewhere. So now just it's something just like, you like doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like so like I'll do it when it's convenient for me and I have the energy to be around yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a big part of it. I don't I don't think I I kind of fell out of love with it. Yeah. If if that's not too no weird to say nothing's too weird nothing's too weird. Duh, Jesus. <laughs> I like. I know. <laughs> Where I, are you? <laughs> I, I like. Do, I get enjoyment out of doing the podcast. Yeah. And making people laugh that way, even though I can't hear them. No. Uh, people love us though. Yeah, I I get enjoyment out of doing this, and I just there've been a few times I've been on stage doing live stuff since then, not exactly stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. And it just it doesn't it's fine, but it, it just doesn't Ma- magic. It's not it's not magic. You've been doing magic. I've been doing magic. <laughs> <laughs> and all these damn doves that I have to keep fed. <laughs> yeah. No, I just it, I I I just like I enjoy writing now. I enjoy doing the podcast, making yeah. music, and just doing things. Not so much just in front creating. Of me. Yeah, yeah. About you, Scott. Well, sometimes miss it. I just don't think I feel like I have the time anymore. To certainly, I'm not going to go out once a week for like I'm expected to be there for like five hours. Well, mm-hmm. fucking twenty. Pe- I don't. And it's mm-hmm. not that I don't want to listen to you. It's just that I don't. I don't. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. It's just waiting so long to go up and. I I had a few friends in comedy when I was doing it, and now they don't do it, and it's a whole new group of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the mentality. I'm always amazed by people who just like will walk up to a group and like, "Hey, I'm mm-hmm. Joe Dick Suck or whatever." <laughs> and, You're gonna uh, love what I'm about. My <laughs> <laughs> friends at Bill W. Joe Dick Sucker. Right here, you know? uh, I can't do that. I'll just sit alone. I would say change your stage name. <laughs> I'll just sit alone and wait for people to come up to me like a scared dog, and I'm just like, "This is." I could be sitting at home right now, rewatching some TV show yeah. or something. I don't want to. I don't want to perform in front of their comics too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't want to know who I'm performing for. I don't want to see them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to. There's a lot of it seems like, and I don't do stand up, but like networking mm-hmm. involved, and that always was sickening to me. Yeah, I don't. That's, that's what, the other thing, and I don't know if that's how you all feel, but I don't want to be a part of this cult anymore. Yeah, you know, and it is, and sometimes it is a cult, not with it, not every comedian hashtag. <laughs> But it just, I don't, I, if, to call it a cult is maybe too much. It, a club. I don't want to be a part of a club. But that's kind of like how it is. Like, I have never done stand-up and don't do stand-up. But like in advertising, they're like, you got to get out and network. And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. but that's exhausting. Yeah. Like, I know who I like that does this kind of work. And we have a good time together. <laughs> Why do I need to go talk to strangers yeah. when I know who's cool? Yeah. This Why is my I... fun time. Why yeah, are you yeah. trying to monetize my life? Like, what am I getting out of networking? I'm just, I'll just work hard all the time and do things that I think are great. And mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. do I need to go and pre- like network? It's not like most artistic endeavors, though. You kind of have to like get inside, you know, whether it be music. Music's the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, as yeah. someone that does it, you know, you want to get on a show, you got to get buddies with yeah. some mm-hmm. people. And That's weird. It is. But it's like, and I kind of thought just I guess w- watching sorry. comedy and stuff mm-hmm. is like, for some reason, because I would go just as an observer and be like, oh, this is who I like. 
and that's okay because this is who I like that's doing it. Mm-hmm. But then it would be like, oh, why don't you like this person? It's like, because that's not the funny I find. That's not what I find funny. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't acceptable to not find something funny. But it's like comedy, everyone has their different thing. That's how there could be a whole bunch of different kinds of comedians, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. always a more interesting night to watch a bunch of people that aren't doing the same type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Whatever. Uh, one, of the other, <laughs> one of the other things that I think we, that still hasn't gotten straightened out, and since I kind of stepped away from it for three years, is the show thing. I know people want to put a lot of people on there to give them a shot, mm-hmm. oh. but no more than like four. <laughs> like mm-hmm. four should be tops. Don't, yes. I don't if people, the audience just can't deal with that much comedy. Yeah. They're just sick of Thank hearing you. it. Yes. Yeah. As or an lack audience thereof, member, at that point, it's just no. Goes but on like, as an audience member, it's exhausting, and you want to laugh and engage yeah. and be like, "No, I'm being quiet and listening to the show." But like, when it goes on that long, then it's like, I'm and start on time. Yeah. And if one you're not person talks, yeah. I'm gonna go crazy. Even at like when we went to Podcastathon, which has like super famous comedians, mm-hmm. I was like, "Get off the stage!" Right. Like when someone wasn't funny, even though it's like, okay, they're famous, they're not funny. Yeah. So you can only handle so much. And that's a show where it's kind of known that you're going to be locked yeah. in a situation for... Yeah. But, yeah. That should not be so a regular... So I just can't yeah. sit there so long. I used to go out... And I, I used to chain smoke. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever watched another comedian. <laughs> uh, present company excluded. Sure. But... <laughs> But then they'd be like, why aren't you up there clapping and stuff? Because I'll see that posted in the page. But it's like, can people just have like a little reprieve? Because mm-hmm. it really is like, even as an audience member, when I'm not performing, it's like, no, it's draining. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so you I just can't... need air. Sometimes yeah. It's just... <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the, the, this goes along with already what I was saying, but just the forced laughter from other people who like have already decided, this guy I know is funny. <laughs> that was, ha, 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 <laughs> Thank you. The so, sort of inside joke thing, too. Like, yeah, that's so, that's the club. Aspect like, or if you maybe didn't even deliver a joke right, maybe didn't do it well. Yet somebody's like, "That was funny," and nobody's. I need to validate. Mm-hmm. Where instead, I you need just silence. The other is where I can sympathize with an audience on this is how many people do you want to watch go up on stage? That joke doesn't work. Oh, God. Here's my notebook. <laughs> I didn't really prepare anything. Yeah. Well, then fuck you. Get off the stage. Here's one you've idiot. heard a million times. It's like, who wants who wants to sit through no. that? <laughs> Not an audience. No. And then I always felt weird because it's like, I had no... I never wanted to be on stage, but it was like, I really love going to comedy. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I would have opinions. And it's like, don't have opinions. And I felt like it would be affecting Scott if I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> So then I'm like, I can't be around. Because some people I can't laugh at. I'm going to go ahead and wear this hat on stage. Completely <laughs> covers my eyes. They're not expressive at all. They're not <laughs> used in communication. But I like it better. It's a fucking, nah, I can't say that. <laughs> It's a dumb hat. It's a big oversized cowboy hat. It's a big. It's oversized hat. hat. It's funny. (laughs) It's my hat that I wore to Springbrook, and I passed it along. And I was like, maybe this will bring you luck, just like Elizabeth Taylor in the White Diamonds commercial. (laughs) This has always brought me luck. You're taking off the cowboy hat, and it did not work. (laughs) I'm no Elizabeth Taylor. We were born on the same day, though. 
Really? She's a Pisces, Scott. I'm very obsessed with being a Pisces. Very obsessed. I collect memes on my phone. What? What's everyone sign? It's, um, <laughs> it's Gemini. My birthday's actually Tuesday. I'll be... <gasps> which ties into Memorial Day, because it's like right by it. And it's like... Yeah. I think last year was on Memorial Day, and it's like... Hey, I'm out drinking. I don't care. You could come. You can act like it's part of it, but it's not for you. <laughs> it's nothing to do with you. Um, How old are you going to be? Uh, 34. All right. Yeah. Talk about yourself, so I'm going to grab something necessary. Can everyone hear me? Okay. Uh, 34. What do we got? A 30. 30. Going to be 32 this year. A 32. 31 currently. 31. 34. 35. 35. Three years apart. All of us. Very good. Really? Three, three, three. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And like, you know, my wife wants to, wants to do something. She's like, oh, is this what color is your rainbow? Yeah. Um, you what have your got birthday to... reveals about you. Yes. <laughs> Find your birthday. This is ironclad, so you're going to, whatever it says in there. Well, you, you want to know what? Everyone that reads it is like, oh my God. What is, is it? Does you it have to read it too, Luke. What kind of information does it give? Everything. Cold reading, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just read this part here. The whole thing? <laughs> you mean the whole page? <laughs> this. Like, you don't okay. have to read on this right. day or who shares your birthday, People but you on this do day have are to read active. this. That's not. <laughs> you, this ain't a visual <laughs> podcast, but that ain't true. Casey's been hired um, to do the audiobook version of this, and this is she tricks people into just <laughs> reading a chapter. We're just going to need you to sign 200 something. 200 more. <laughs> <laughs> Versatile, restless, and impatient. I don't know if I agree with this yet. Oh, versatile. I don't know. He does music now and did do yeah. stand-up comedy. Oh, wonder restless if that's true. Restless in what sense? Like, I don't, like, I'm just always, isn't that kind of the same as impatient? They kind of tie in together. Either oh. way. <laughs> Intellectually curious, mentally sharp, and physically agile. Once again, no, no. You think... And act with lightning speed. You enjoy participating in activities that are exciting, unusual, or dangerous. Are you like quick on podcast. your feet? Can you skydiving? Well, look, he's coming into this. Coming into this podcast, cold. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did do. A he was kidnapped. Of, of we he didn't even know. Anything you adore: traveling, visiting exotic places, meeting new people, trying new things. Uh, maybe I'm not a good Gemini because I am generally. I don't mind visiting places, but I could take the if we take the people out of them, and That's I could ideal. just be there. Yeah, Thanos. The situation, sameness, <laughs> and dull routine bore you. Friends and acquaintances seek you out because you're fun to be with. Oh, <laughs> turns out this podcast when we're like, come on, In be fact, around us. There is never a dull moment when you're around. <laughs> you're more passionate and emotional than the average Gemini. People usually find your dynamic energy in silver tongue. Charm hard to resist. What is a silver tongue? Is that that's when it's like you're quick. Oh. I think it has to do with going down on people. <laughs> it's but about going down on people. Yeah. <laughs> Dynamically. Uh temperamentality. You're an individualist and you will fer- fervently resist attempts to pigeonhole or typecast you. That's gonna work out in my Hollywood career. <sighs> you're a doer as well as a thinker and a talker. You can matter on you can master any subject with still skill is exciting enough to hold your interest and attention. That part I can agree with, you know. Hmm. That part he oh. can agree with. There's like three <laughs> parts out of all of this so far I can agree with. 
Um, well, we already have. We're about done. Might as well finish it out. Driven by a competitive nature, uh, youthful exuberance and assertiveness, you're well positioned for success. Yours is a loving, romantic nature, and an intimate relationship means you get a great deal. What means a great deal to you? You need to be able to admire your partner, respect his or her intelligence, and you expect your significant other's unconditional love and admiration in return. Your perfect match is friendly, sociable, hospitable, shares your many interests. I feel like we should ask your wife on some of that because that's kind of to verify. Probably disagree with some of it. Take a picture and show it to her when you go home. (laughs) Take a picture. (laughs) What's Astro doing? Just loving. He has my shoe under here. God. You know what he was doing at Pugfest? Kissing strangers left oh. and right. Everyone. Then they're like, oh, he's a lover. And it's like, get <laughs> your mouth away from him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just kisses people in the mm-hmm. mouth. And it's like, don't put it to him. Don't. he's going to put his tongue in your mouth. <laughs> Were they saying he was asking for yeah. it? Yeah. They said he's a lover. He's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you got now? I get more excited about the birthdays. And I already knew this because I looked them up before. I don't have really anyone really good, you know? I mean... This book is bad about finding good people. You know, I don't have very John, good... Jesus Christ. John Fogarty is like... All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> Today. <laughs> it's center field, Scott. Yeah. Yep. Scott does Fogarty. Center field. I get it. All right, so that checked out, Luke. Do I? No. I'm a I'm a Libra, and I share my birthday with Julie Andrews. Oh my! It might. This book is so weird about who you share birthday with. It might not even show you that. Mm-hmm. When was this book pub? I guess I could look. I don't know. I bought it when Borders was going out of business, and it was. And I read my birthday, and Meebach read her birthday, and then we were reading people's birthday. We knew when we're like, whoa. I gotta buy this because everything checked out. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. October first. Yep. Julie Andrews, the first name that comes up. <laughs> and Jimmy Carter. Jimmy oh, Carter. Yeah, good. Jimmy Carter. That's not a good impression. <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. It Spot might be. On. <laughs> Walter Matthau. Um. Randy Quaid. Oh, hey. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of actors. All right. Uh. I'll just read the first. Well, you read the whole thing, didn't yeah, you, Siriana? Yeah, read the whole thing. Okay. In people born on this date, October 1st, the assertiveness and individuality of the number one's vi- vibration is often at odds with Libra's spirit of teamwork and cooperation. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, the result is a dichotomy of independence versus dependence. Your head often tells you one thing, your heart another. Consequently, well, I, I guess mm-hmm. I kind of agree. Consequently, you may be indecisive one moment or rash and Im- impetuous the next. Although you enjoy the tranquility and harmony of peaceful surroundings, the driving force of your nature is ambition, coupled with a desire for worldly success and recognition. So I'm vain. No, but does that not sound like you want to be independent, but you're like... I want a Netflix movie made about me when I die. It's true. <laughs> uh, since the October 1st person appears more reasonable than he or she actually is, 
Others are likely to be caught off guard by the surprisingly strong will hidden beneath your charming exterior. You are charming. Am, yeah. Do I have a strong will? Yeah. Idealism and a strong sense of justice make you a crusader for those causes you believe in since your energy comes in spurts. <laughs> your tendency is to alternate between periods of intense activity and peaceful relaxation. That is true. Mm-hmm. Creativity, ease of self-expression, and physical dexterity draw many with birthdays on this day to career fields connected to the media, arts, and entertainment, the law, mm-hmm. politics, <laughs> and... What if a- you became a cop? And guitar. Guitar cop. <laughs> Coming to Netflix. <laughs> Naturally affectionate, romantic, outgoing, and sociable, no. (laughs) Your relationships are central to your life. A desirable and rewarding partner, you enjoy everything about the rituals of love and romance. I fuck a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be fucking. (laughs) I'd be fucking. (laughs) Despite your uh, innate love of freedom, you want and need the companionship of a fulfilling, fulfilling, lasting union. Your lucky numbers are. <laughs> <laughs> How to <you> speak Chinese. <laughs> Scott, do you want to read yours? I probably already have, haven't I? Who cares? I, do you think that because you're into this, you're able to, to, to grab more similarities than there might have actually been for this? You want to know what I feel like? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why he asked. <laughs> yes, he did ask. <laughs> I feel like... Um, I maybe I can because I try to learn all I can about people, mm-hmm. and then so like even people at work that are reading this, I'm like da 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 da, like this all ties together. But maybe I do learn too much about people that's not normal, and then I'm like, this is you, <laughs> and so I believe this. But it's like when I'm reading this and they get real deep into things, I'm like, this ties back to that. Was like maybe it's things I shouldn't know, but I know. I mean, I guess it's also a thing of how you view yourself to compare it to how the world looks at you, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm just always trying to learn everything I can about people, you know, to make their lives right. better if I can. Without shading too much of your own yeah, projection but I just, onto them. But I just want everyone to be comfortable and have a good time and feel great. So then I'm like, what can I do to make that happen? Mm-hmm. You do. Do I do that? I concur, yes. Thank you. <laughs> says that right in here. That's <laughs> exactly what it says. <laughs> the individual whose birthday falls on February 10th. This one. Just me. <laughs> just me. It just says Scott on the yeah. bottom of the page. <laughs> the individual whose birthday falls on February 10th is a dynamic bundle of high energy. <laughs> Scott, sometimes you are. Well, and then it... I have a panic attack. What? (laughs) Plugged in and ready to go. You zip through your day, and anyone who gets in the way risks being run over. (laughs) Yours sounds awesome. Like an action movie star. (laughs) You carry a Beretta 9mm, an extended magazine. You don't mean to be insensitive. It's just that you are single-minded in your pursuit of any goal or ideal that fires your imagination. The erratic mental process of Aquarius, combined with the number one, combined with the number one. Yeah, the number one. 
give you a mind that bounces from idea to idea. And through... I, I can read. Can you? With, from idea to idea and thought to thought without following any system of logical progression. This nonlinear method of thinking often produces innovative, inventive ideas that are years ahead of their time. Years, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. They always say nonlinear thinking. Mm-hmm. Is, it's like uh, Bob Dylan is a nonlinear thinker. You got it, Scott. Nothing's hidden in your personality. What people see is what they get. That is true. Words like secret and clandestine simply have no pace, place in your vocabulary. He doesn't Although even you, know how to read them. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen them before. That's what it's <laughs> through me. Although you may not see yourself as a classic do-gooder, you're a freedom-loving idealist and a fervent crusader for the rights of others. <laughs> you're going to say fervent Christian. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit presumptuous. You get baptized every month. <laughs> you are inherently loyal and naively trusting unless given a good reason to be otherwise. You rarely hold a grudge, but once someone betrays your trusts, you're quite capable of cutting that person out of your life forever. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a warning you'll, to everyone listening. You'll cut that person out of their life. <laughs> <laughs> you're done here. <laughs> you done crossed me. You are more ardent and romantic than the typical Aquarian, and close relationships are extremely important to you. Despite your freewheeling nature, you're deeply concerned about the welfare of your loved ones. Born today, actress Laura Dern. Now, Scott, you I don't have to read the total, Born Today. You're a total Dern. <laughs> mm, Greg Norman Colfer. Mark Spitz, swimmer. What? Oh. who's? I was thinking it was the congressman. Who's the congressman that's named Spitz? Is there one? Is there Spitzer? Spitzer. Elliot yeah. Spitzer? Yeah, Elliot Spitzer. <clears throat> Hey, is he even in politics? I don't know. He's probably coming back. He had back. the, um, what was it called? The mistress or whatever. Wasn't he? Uh, yeah, wasn't he the governor of mm-hmm. New York? Mm-hmm. You guys, I'll read mine. Okay. I probably read it on this podcast before, but everyone's read theirs, so I feel like I have to. Those born on this day are the artists, innovators, and crusaders of society. A lot of crusading. Well, yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> This is the last crusade. (laughs) Sensitive and empathetic, you're able to tune into people and their problems the way others tune into a TV channel or radio station. A veritable psychic sponge, you absorb the moods and emotions of those around you. You need to separate from the world periodically or risk getting stuck in other people's difficulties. However, your concern for others won't let you stay disconnected for very long. Your active imagination and prophetic insight give you the ability to see deep into the core of things. Consequently, you're often aware of portents and omens that others don't even notice. With your flashes of insight and belief in your own hunches, you can achieve almost anything you set your mind to because you're attracted to the fantasy worlds of entertainment and the arts. Acting is a natural medium for you as are writing, music, dance, art, and design, photography, and filmmaking. Some February 27th individuals find their niche as spiritual leaders, fundraisers, teachers, therapists, nurses, or doctors. That's why you started that church. That's why I started that cult. Yeah. Which who's, who's the best birthday on there that you have? This is the one that you're going to hang your hat on. 
the best birthday? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm John what? Fogarty for me, if people ask. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I'm going to say Elizabeth Taylor. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I gotta mean, go. I gotta go second billing on Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you're also born on the same day as Meebok. That's true. So she can be your best birthday. Mm-hmm. You we are. should. What's Hitler's birthday's four twenty? And should look up a, a whole bunch of. Never mind. We'll another, do that later. That's another podcast. Four twenty birthdays. Another, that is another. podcast. Oh, just like. What's Ted Bundy's birthday? <laughs> oh, yeah. I should know Ted Bundy's birthday. Have you ever had a a friend or acquaintance that you guys were like birthday twins? I've only had that happen <laughs> once. You know, it's like, oh, it's so exciting. We're the same exact age <laughs> on this day. And then we stop talking. I'm still Facebook friends <laughs> with her, but she says nothing to me. I say nothing to her. You don't even say hello, happy birthday on Facebook? No, it's not even worth that anymore. <laughs> um, Two people at work have, well, teeth. And then another guy started recently, Joe, and their birthday is September 11th. And then Heath is like, how dare you take my birthday from me? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, September 11th, that is taking someone's birthday away. That it, well, it's been taken away he, by the terrorists. Yeah. Now is it's been he, taken is away he by saying that else. to the terrorists or to this guy? <laughs> no, to this guy. It was like, first the terrorists took it. Yeah. And now it's like someone else is coming in with it. <laughs> Come on. That's a lot. That he's dealing with. <laughs> Condolences. <laughs> Condolences. But I mean, you know, we got to celebrate all birthdays, but also that's a lot. And when September 11th was happening, this is a funny story. So his mom. <laughs> I've never heard those two things together. <laughs> I didn't know him at the time. He was working here at um, Yonkers, and then his mom apparently had no idea that the terrorist attack was going on and came to his work with cake and balloons for his birthday on when the terrorists were attacking. Well, (laughs) she didn't know, and it was his birthday. It was his birthday, so that happened. People had cake, and there were balloons on Mm -hmm. September 11th at Yonkers for Heath's birthday. The Trail of Tears. The hilarious (laughs) story about that. (laughs) Hilarious antidote. (laughs) Scott, do you think we should take a break or just keep going? Just keep going. We're just going to keep going. Power through. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is my cult leader stance. Once I get my robe, that's where I'll put my arm up and be like, you guys, we're going to keep going. Like you're raising your hand. (laughs) Yeah. And we're just going to keep going. So you guys, let's talk about music and how you guys are going to make music. Scott makes music. Let's talk about on the podcast. Scott, you mix music and you do stuff. What do you? What do you? This. Those guys make music. I just record it. We have. We only talked once about making music. We now haven't, listen. We haven't made anything yet. We watched this show, The Defiant Ones, and there's producers, and it's like that's why I said to Scott, I'm like, producers are so important. Why do you not think? This is part of making music. What's the Defiant Ones about? Is it about music producing? It's about like Dr. Dre and Eminem and. Jimmy, what's his last name? Jimmy Iovine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rubin? Is he in there? Like, yeah, I think he is in there. He's, he's the, pretty famous. I know his name, so he's yeah. pretty mm-hmm. big producer wise. But it's like when Phil they're Spectre. like, this is what we have to do to make it great. And they Shug keep night. working to make it yeah. great. <laughs> Did and he produce like, or he just I don't know what he did. I think he just beat people <laughs> up. In the yeah. end of, at the end of the day, I think he just might have beat people up. Yeah, I think he might have just beat people up. But these Isn't guys he in really. Jail do- now? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
The people with running the car. someone over. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't there a video of that? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. saw it. That's and then he, get him, he gets him twice, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. What? Then he's like, yeah. it was an accident. <laughs> Could have been. That's an important part of it. Just like at work when people are like, I want to be doing this. And it's like, hey, you got to do this part of it because that's what you're doing that's great. Mm-hmm. Things can't be great without everyone doing the things they're great at. It's true. So let's talk about it. Music, let's make things happen. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I'm the facilitator of talking about it. <laughs> okay. This is the music round table. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jimmy. Jimmy um, I don't think I've ever heard any of Siriano's music. I have. It's it's really good. I've heard it during How comedy. How would you describe it? Well, I, I'll, well sure. I'll I've heard the comedy, but I think that's... But I don't. Do you? Do you have it? You... I don't know that you have it out anywhere, or if you have no, it. No. I mean, it's it. it was mostly... On on MySpace, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't even know does MySpace even exist anymore. It's got I, to, I right? Think it, I think it's predominantly music. Okay, now I have a few things in GarageBand, but not really. I mean, most of it's from like two th- early, like late, late, early two thousand nine something. So it's like you know, I was in my twenties, so it's like I don't really. I'm not like, hey, check out this song from twelve years ago. Now you know, mm-hmm. it's. I'm forty years old. And all I do is post, check out this thing I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. People need to check out all the things that's going on mm-hmm. and listen to me. I'm a cult leader. All right? Okay. You're it's Earwolf. Going. I'm Earwolf. Well, if you guys come up with something and you need it recorded, you know, I can. Record. Well, that, uh, we're working on the third album now. Yep, almost done. It's, it's kind of amazing because sometimes I, I used to think, well, if I'm not putting out something once a year, I'm not going to have this. Catalog. You're not going to gonna have back. this Netflix documentary. <laughs> but it, then I started. Well, well, then there'll be another documentary about the lost years. Yeah. What happened between 2017? And Here's 2019? what I want everyone to he? just yeah. sit and feel good about themselves. We're all creating things all the time. Quit feeling like you're not doing enough. Yeah, and the, the, I've had to learn that I'm writing the songs. I'm creating. Yeah. It doesn't matter how quickly they yeah. get recorded, if they ever get recorded. Yeah. You know. And you don't need to feel guilty. You're no. creating things. Yeah. What? Are, not everyone's creating things, so everyone feel great about themselves. Even right now, we're all creating something. This mm-hmm. podcast. It's true. So, so feel wonderful. What? Uh, what? So what? What? That's not my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put your code in? I want to look through your pictures. <laughs> so what? What is your your not? I hate. I'm going to use it. I can't think of a better word. What's the process? Do you? Do the words first, and then the music, or do you music and then see what that? I'm invokes. interested in this too. Almost always, it's the <laughs> the interviewer becomes oh. the interviewee. <laughs> uh, almost always, it's the words. I just I'll get a simple melody in my head, and I'll just do all the words, and then I'll come up with the music later. But it, that it changes. Hmm. So I'm usually ex- the opposite of that. Like I. I don't know exactly what the song's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have like some some sort of melody as you do, and then I'm like, I'll just like say stuff over that, like just random stuff. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's uh, that's what this song's about. And then it's always sad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but do you compose mostly on piano or keyboard, or do you use guitar ever? Um, depends on how I start. Um, I'm not super great at. Um, drums so mm-hmm. like 
I'll normally, if I'm doing it on a keyboard, I'll start with some sort of a synth, like a, mm-hmm. a synth or whatever, a bass line to at least keep me on track to what I'm doing. We kind of do that. Then, yeah. yeah, and then uh, build out from that. And I don't know, a lot of times it's like I'll, I can do a verse, I can come up with a verse, I'm like, this is good, you know, I'm, I'll do this, and then I'm like, where's the chorus? What is that going to be? Mm-hmm. That's where I have trouble, at least recently. Um, but the, on, the sounds kind like of you guys need to get mm-hmm. together. Because this part, this part, this part. All of us all be a different band. parts. Yeah, like all different parts are coming together. You know, where it's melody, it's words, it's producing. We're like the it's Beatles. It's me upstairs wrangling the dog saying, do this, I'm Earwolf. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's trying to make us into a band. So Well, that, I also tried to make a podcast happen. And what has it happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a podcast. You, you no, I mean a separate one. Oh, you know when I'm earwolfing and I'm like, right. make the Sex in the City podcast for my enjoyment. Oh, right. <laughs> Dante's coming over in a little while. We're doing ours if you guys want to. See oh, really? <laughs> That's cool. You can be on too if you want. <laughs> well, yeah, I I just think like I don't know if because I get really down when I think about well. It doesn't sound, you know, my music isn't as, it does my playing isn't as good as even, you know, someone you'd hear at a coffee house or something. And then I get down about that. And, th- and then it's that kind of... hard, man. It is. And then I kind of get into that slump of, well, maybe I can just be the singer in a band. <laughs> and then I start, you know, you know how you look for, if you're dating... You look online and you're. I do that with musicians, basically. The swipe left and swipe right. <laughs> Nothing ever comes of it, but. So. But then I, I, I just have to get myself out of it. It's weird that you say just the singer. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> it's like, I can't sing. Like, tons of people would never be like, I'll just be the singer. Right. <laughs> and it's like. Wasn't no. Roger Daltrey <laughs> was just the singer. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. That's right. And, and this is just me. I always slightly look down on someone that just sings and doesn't like ever pick up an instrument like in the bands. I mean, most of that's pop music, but yeah. I mean like in a rock band. Jim I'll Morrison. give like I'll give. There's some people I don't give a. That's his instrument. Well, yeah, he wrote. I guess he wrote a lot of most of the songs. I mean, the lyrics at least. Mm-hmm. But you know, like uh, Steve Perry, Journey. I'll give mm-hmm. him. I'll give him a pass because his voice not as like anymore, but he used to be so strong and like okay he can just do that yeah but i like to see them on occasion be like this is the one song i think even mick jagger plays a guitar and like yeah one of the two of the songs and he has a presence i mean there's like yeah he he plays yeah. a he plays the mick jagger what about you scott what do you think about like your role in music you hear what's good because he will work on things, and it's like mm-hmm. I would never be able to figure out what. And that's a tough be. thing. That's yeah, and then he'll act like no, it's nothing, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I just got. Do all of you guys fight think the thing and figure it out? And yeah, do all of you think well, what I'm doing isn't enough? I'm just trying to get it to as good as it can be. Are you all afraid of just letting other people down? Is that what's happening? No, I'm afraid of my playing not being good enough to warrant being recorded. <laughs> get over it, guys. Get, get over it. Fucking Don Henley, didn't he play drums while he sang? Yeah. He did sort of feel calm. You know what you guys need to do? Mm, Just network crazy. more? Yeah. Do you think you could do that? Play drums and sing? <laughs> Fuck, no way. 
<laughs> I yeah, I, I don't you're know. I on you're LinkedIn. Most crit- <laughs> you like you critique yourself more than anything. Like when mm-hmm. I've recorded songs, like there's like tons of songs that I have where like I'm like, oh, Mike, my, my voice wasn't very good in this chorus, but I really recorded that thing like probably like 40 times, 50 times, and that was the best recording at mm-hmm. the bunch to my mind. So it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's really hard to be like this. This is couldn't get better than what it is right now. It's Scott figures out what c- couldn't get better than it is. What? <laughs> like when you listen to things, you're like, this is the best one. This is what we're doing. Oh, it's just editing. It's just editing. <laughs> no, like it's everyone quit fighting. downplaying your roles right now. I'm amazing. Right now. <laughs> I'm. I'm a god of writing songs. I'm the next Willie Nelson. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I've been listening to Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings lately. Really? really? Mm -hmm. I've been listening to, similarly, uh, uh, Hank Williams. All right. I've always been crazy. You got an old-timey anything you like? Um, No, out. Al Joseon, isn't he? Oh, I haven't really been listening to him. It's the first name that popped in my head, though. It's sounded old timey. <laughs> he was a singer, right? I don't know. Who's the guy that did the the Entertainer? I th- Cedric. Or are you th- the jazz singer? Uh, no, the one's like dan and I don't even know how it goes. <laughs> the Entertainer. It's uh, it's a piano uh, song. It doesn't matter. Billy Joel. Yep, he did. He did. I am the Entertainer. <laughs> Been all around the world. Get this next line. Played all kinds of palaces and laid all kinds of girls. Yeah. That's oh, a real. Gross. That's a real. That's Billy Joel's The Entertainer. It's disgusting that's that BJ. someone's had sex with Billy Joel. Oh, come on now. You know what I like a lot? Billy Joel. <laughs> Having sex I, with Billy Joel. I love. <laughs> I do. Who doesn't? If he calls and he wants it, I'm like, I don't turn down. I'm like, where, where are you? I, I can be there. You're in Munich. I'll be there in three days. You take a He's ship. at the water park up the street. The yeah. comfort suites. And I'm on my scooter and I'm over there. I know. I love the River Dreams. I do. The album? Or no, the... the song that everyone hates. Like, what is this? Song. I've never even heard it. Yes, you have. We'll sing it. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh, really? I go walking in my sleep. In the middle of the night. Oh, that's, I didn't even know that's the name of that song. I didn't either. Yeah, but yeah. And everybody's like, that's a terrible song. And oh. it is, but I love it. I also like Kokomo. That's a oh, terrible song. Oh, I love song. Kokomo. Kokomo's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, that one, I, the one you just said, I love what, the, whole the movie River of Dreams? Yeah. <laughs> that one's okay. I don't like, uh, and this is in the same vein to me, but I don't like it as the... Uh, the Lion Sleeps Tonight, that one. I, I don't know. Oh, Weem Away? Yeah, I don't like that song. Could do with that. Getting let's, a little too acapella there. Let's it's talk about the novel. movie Cocktail. Wow. <laughs> never saw it, but I know what it is. You, you look at me, it? it's it's like one of the worst rated movies. You're like, you should have seen this. I've Everyone. only seen it a couple times. I've never seen it until she showed me. I Listen. watched it a lot as a child because yeah. my sister watched it, but I don't have any connection <laughs> I to feel it. like your sister was like me. I was watching it all the time. Then we went on vacation. I was just drawing up. I was probably like... I don't know how old I was at the time, maybe eight, ten. I was drawing up bar plans in my sketchbook <laughs> the whole time. We're on vacation. I'm like, this is how I would design it. And it would always be like black and white. Then I want to pop a green. I want to pop a green there. And then I want the neon there. I just want it black and white everywhere. One plant in the corner, some green neon. That's it. And I'd keep drawing it over and over. 
Anyways, I love the movie Cocktail, <laughs> and I don't care. People can have problems. There's a very insightful line in it, Scott. I, I'm fine with it. That's what it says. <laughs> the hustlers never work, and the workers never hustle. And you, my friend, are a worker. And I'm like, that's talking to me. <laughs> I need to learn how to hustle. That spoke to eight-year-old you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really spoke to me. When I look back on it, his his big 80s movies, I don't think I've seen, besides Risky Business, I don't I've think I've never that. saw See, Top I Gun. I never saw Days of Thunder when that a big I one for him. It was, yeah. Um, that was a huge sponsorship with Hardee's. I remember that. Days I, of Thunder. Mm-hmm. I watched Top Gun for the first time a few years ago with Scott. I Top was Gun's really into it. cocktail. Is it? It's, I wasn't it's into crazy. Tom I mean, it's really weird, but it's it's worth it. I just was into the movie I Cocktail liked, and starting a bar. I liked Rain Man. No. Rain mm-hmm. Man's good. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's talk about Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's all I know about. Tom, like, I've what's not up? Kept track of his career. Wants to be on the podcast. New podcast, Cruise <laughs> Control. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what if we just had a whole network of podcasts? Why don't we? I have, why wouldn't there be a Cruise Control? I mean, we control? have unlimited time in the world, and you know, it's don't true. Have anything else I'll, to do? I, I'll throw in my time to help <laughs> to the the podcast network. It's your wolfing. It's your wolf. We can't use that name because it's already a podcast <laughs> no. network. It's mouth wolfing. <laughs> That that doesn't sound right. <laughs> we'll just think of another body part and another animal, put it together. Pussy and deer. <laughs> pussy deer. That's this deer pussy. Deer pussy. <laughs> Even better. Tar- tarantula asshole. Mm. <laughs> that rolls off the tongue. Duck butt. <laughs> Scott. What? Talk about your toll booth experience. <laughs> we went to Pugfest. Oh, we haven't talked about Pugfest yet. Yeah. We went to Pugfest. It was magical. There's pugs everywhere, and Cosmo and Astro were delightful. It's hard to say what Pugfest really is. I mean, it's just people that are obsessed with pugs getting together. Yeah. It's in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee. I will, I, will, I need to ask this because I saw some of the pictures. Mm-hmm. I th- did you say something about bath fitters, or did you say I did? You did yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like the varied industries right at the yeah. fair. It's just mm. vendors, mostly dog stuff, mostly pug stuff. But then there's like fucking bath fitters, right? Yeah, they're everywhere. I, they're at the, the metaphysical fair. What I found funny about that is, you know, I work downtown, so celebrations right outside my office. Yeah, and there's all the booths and f- food vendors, and then there was fucking bath fitters. And I was like, <laughs> <"You're> <laughs> right. And the gutter people. Bath fitters and gutter people. They're everywhere and they don't belong. Like they're at the metaphysical fair. They're between like Reiki and near <laughs> Palm Red. Then it's like there's bath fitters. Get the fuck out, bath yeah. fitters. No one's going over there. They're just sitting there by yeah. their bath shower and Do you know does anyone know anyone that's ever gotten their bath fitted? I have a friend <laughs> who got a quote from him. And he came out and did all the I don't know what the fuck he did, but mm-hmm. then he was like, so sat them both down, his him and his wife. Like so, how much do you think this will be? <laughs> and the wife was like, uh, like maybe eight or nine thousand. And he was the salesman was just like, oh. And he got like offended. He was like, uh, I thought you would say much higher than that. It's gonna be like eighteen or nineteen thousand. And then they were like, oh well, we can't. And then they told him to get better like, jobs. You should maybe uh, do better. Like get a better what? job. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what bath fitters said to them. Because then we saw them when we were redoing. Also, aren't they just putting plastic 
Over a bathtub. Yeah, that yes. seems insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Fuck it, bath fitters. It, what I don't what's the benefit of it? Then? Yeah, I don't know. There's something going on. I don't know if it's like a drug front, money laundering <laughs> or what. But there's cocaine no way. behind your shower. <laughs> <laughs> Something's you going something on. It says at any time we can come get this cocaine. It's like these mattress saying. stores. It's like bath fitters is everywhere. Mat- mattress stores are everywhere. It's some laundering scheme. They're just showing up. I don't Could know what's going on. Could be a laundry up. scheme. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> illegal. It's dryer fitters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could you do illegally with the laundry? <laughs> You're not changing out the lint traps? <laughs> <laughs> not often enough. <laughs> but, Scott, tell them about your tow balloon. Oh, okay. So, uh, we went to the dog show. We made a float for the dogs because there's like a costume contest and a float contest and stuff. I packed my own seeds. (laughs) The float ended up having a bunch of glitter on it. So I put it together and got the dogs in there. You know, you get glitter. You know Mm -hmm. glitter, right? So gets everywhere. Everyone's heard of glitter. (laughs) The Mariah Carey movie. (laughs) (laughs) I have many copies. (laughs) They're everywhere. (laughs) They're all taped on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So after we leave, we leave the same day. And we're on the tollway of Chicago, which, by the way, is a scam. It's wrong. I don't know what they're doing. I just can't. I I I prefer to trickle down. I I just you came prefer from the toll. I mean, the amount of tolls is bad, but the roads you're paying for the quality of that road and less. People. See, I always felt like it was the first like ten miles after the toll that was like, "Fuck yeah, this is sweet," and then it turned into shit or construction again. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with. Toll McGrain stands outside my house every morning and makes me pay him ten dollars to leave my house a day. A day. Oh He'll God. be there when I get home. Don't I? Oh my goodness. So we're going through the toll, and there's actually a guy in the booth, and I give him the money, and he's giving me his change <laughs> or whatever. He just goes, "Dude, got glitter on your face." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I was so like embarrassed. Because I, you know, I just touched my face or whatever, and I was so embarrassed that I just wanted to leave and go. So I just went. It's fine. We were at a dog festival, <laughs> as if that makes any sense to this guy. Like he's like, oh, right, you were at a dog festival, you know, where you get glitter bombs <laughs> dropped on you. But it couldn't have been that much to where. It no, was it was like, not because I'm like I don't even see any. Yeah. No, it was like a couple flecks, like up my cheek and my eye. And it's like get a grip. Dude, he said it all Chicago. Dude, dude, got glitter on your face. It's weird to point that out. All the people he sees in a day. (laughs) What else does he do? Got a huge mole on your chin. (laughs) I'm going to nail this fucker to the wall. (laughs) What's that, red hair? (laughs) A a guy I work with, Ryan, he's super cool. He's on the other side of like some booths, so he's usually standing up at his desk. Everyone talks to him all day long. We're always over bothering him. And one guy at work was like, have you got, have you heard about I just wanted to say hi cuz I don't know if you heard about toll booth operators and he's like what? He <laughs> goes they have really high suicide rates so I just wanted you to know like people are talking to you and he's like yeah I'm good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it was like and so then he's like well Casey <laughs> I just got compared to a toll booth operator I'm like oh my so what are the other events you have the costume wait is the costume float is that it's two there's, two elements together store bought costume contest okay there's uh, made costumes that you actually make and then there's the float which is kind of a 
you know, it's usually a wagon or something, and it's kind of a mixture of... Mm-hmm. There were some good ones this year. There was some good ones, but also we got robbed, and people... <laughs> I don't got know. robbed? Yeah. <laughs> no, not... No, no, no. It was highway robbery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they stole your highway. <laughs> So they like, let some filthy teenage girls get a prize. No, but of they us. were weird teenage girls. Mm-hmm. I think they were homeschooled or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just wanted to win. And they right. worked hard on their thing. And they were there all day. They were annoying. Yes. We were there all day too. <laughs> um, we, and we did drive. You yeah. did drive all the way. Hours. Yeah. But this is what they didn't know that. They were like, go ahead and go ahead of us. We're gonna dance. And we're like, okay. <laughs> And so it's like I had made some seed packets because it was like pugs for pollinators uh-huh. and I was giving them out. And then I saw them dancing. But then like... That was their talent that they were going to... Well, it's like their pugs were married. Okay. <laughs> so their float was just married. It was a mm-hmm. interracial black pug, white pug. <laughs> out on a tux and a... Uh, what do you call Gown. it? Gown. Dress. Like a, oh. Yep. Uh, there was a Under cake. Under an arch or something. A cake and some <laughs> drinks and... So was and then, part of the presentation, I, I missed something here, <laughs> was part of the presentation that they were going to have dance, and they're just like, go ahead, before we go, we got to dance. They were before. just dancing um, they while wanted they were to walking go, in the parade. They wanted to go last, so, so they, that could, they dance. could dance and have like a, a okay. big, like... That was just like a stress reliever, like, <laughs> I got to <laughs> dance before I do this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Clear the floor. Clear it. But then, like, the judges were conferring, and they were holding hands and going, please, please, and staring at the judges, and it was like, this They is were great. teenage girls. Okay. They were excited. They were excited. Mm-hmm. They were being a little weird. Um, and I was like, this is very weird. But, Scott, I don't know if I showed you, even on the Milwaukee Puck Fest page, like, a picture of Cosmo and Astro showed up, and it's like, those pugs should have won! <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But when we were going out, they're like, you guys didn't win? What? <laughs> the winner should have been the Jurassic Pug. Yeah, and we it should was, have been second. It was a wagon with like a, a T-Rex enclosure built around it with a fake gate of Jurassic Park <laughs> and a tiny little like three-month-old pug that had a <laughs> T-Rex outfit on and it would stand up on the outside of it. That's bark. adorable. It was and they yeah. rigged up speakers so it would play the Jurassic Park theme, <laughs> and there were like lights and fake uh, electrified fence. Wow. Yeah, and somehow these fucking teens beat them too. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you're really, really upset. They didn't, about- even, they didn't even win. <laughs> no, they didn't even win. This Jurassic Pug didn't win. No, neither did the teens. Well, I know. Well, who won? It uh, was this. Um, I dream of Genie. It was like it was a- leaving fuzz all over the. Arena. <laughs> That's what she remembers about it. Just fuck those people. Whatever they fucking did was shit. Well, the Jurassic Pug should have won for sure. Yeah, that's that sounds like quite an elaborate. Mm-hmm. This one made like a fake magic carpet that a genie was. Oh, that's not even canon to I Dream of Genie. No. There was no magic carpet. There was no magic carpet. There's Only an, another experience that I, I when you guys went there, I assume you had to stay in like a pet. Friendly hotel. Yeah. What the hell's like? What's that like? I never been in one. Is it like great. barking oh all the time? It was not amazing. They're was pretty up. good. I mean, sometimes they'll bark and stuff, but it's not. Like there was only one dog barking, and it was a non-pug. Remember that? And all the pugs were looking oh, at one it dog like this naughty. gif, where they're all like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> what? Like they kept barking at him, and every pug would be like, "No, we don't do this here." <laughs> yeah, they did pretty good. I mean. 
Because pugs are just flopped out everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not barking. Kaz was scared of the elevator, so he wouldn't Yeah, we had to elevator. carry him down the elevator. But there's just pugs everywhere, and people have pugs riding in cars, like remote control cars. So everyone's <laughs> out of their mind. It's like, pa- it's like power wheels that they've somehow rigged up with a... Remote like control. Like an RC control. They just drive their dogs. There's around. a happy hour <laughs> with a raffle, and all the pugs are down there, and they have pug punch. Wow. You'd think there'd be, like, poop and pee everywhere, but they're... Do they have just like a big back area for their for the poo poo pee pee? There yeah. was like a, <laughs> a little walkway, a little green belt. But also, what people don't realize is pugs mostly are just like let's lay around. Yeah, let's and they're all pretty much used to going outside to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom. It's yeah, and there's a pug pen where people just put their pugs in. We put Cosmo and Astro in, and it's just like yeah, we're fucking partying together. <laughs> Finally, someone that gets it. Other pugs. It's like they all get to this pug fest, and they're like. You get it. These people are crazy. Yeah. So it's wonderful. It, it's it wonderful sounds for fun. The dogs. Yeah. Scott, hmm. before we go, I'd like you to give a shout out to the GoFundMe about the stillborn baby. Oh my God. <laughs> no, thank you. Pass. I don't know. There's a, it's one of those Facebook friends you have that you don't even really. I went to high school with mm-hmm. him. I was just like, yeah, I guess we're short. And now, and now, for some reason, you see stuff about them, and I don't know if that's a flaw in the in the Facebook algorithm or if there's a reason they want you to see their posts. Because it's like, I do they get a choice? I, I, I mean, isn't it just all based on your personal algorithm? Yeah, which doesn't make sense. Because why? Yeah, because sometimes I, Scott will see things I don't see. We have nothing in common. Oh. It's just like, why am I seeing so much of this guy? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he has like a it. fucking speedboat, and he used to be on uh, meth. Mm-hmm. He, he's. He's a friend of Bill W. Sharon, yeah. <laughs> you've you've gleamed all this just from like it popping up. Oh now. yeah, he's just like, like hey, it's, it's used to do meth. No, I don't. And yeah, oh, yeah. here's my speedboat. <laughs> now he's super speed religious. <laughs> he's got this speedboat that like it. He thanks God for it. It can go like a, a hundred or something. He's trying to take it to the Lake of the Ozarks, and then there are people on there like, dude, don't do that. You're going to kill yourself. That the hole's not rated for that. Amount. It's like, no, I put the double turbo in it. But then he recently, got, his girlfriend got pregnant, and then yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> it died inside of her, and now he's posting pictures of like the little, ab- not aborted, but I don't know what you call it. It's a stillborn baby. Stillborn a, baby. A fetus? As if it was his daughter, and then he wants, there's, they need money. and It's, it's a GoFundMe. And there's pictures of of, of the, the yeah. The yeah. Feed. I don't know how far along she was, but well, it, uh, not very. Here's something also that's happened to me in the uh, stillborn babies from um, my blog, which I just got forty three dollars from Google because they settled a class hey. action lawsuit. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna put it to this GoFundMe. <laughs> no, they. Um, I would recap hoarders along with my daily musings <laughs> and someone's like you called my baby it it's a baby here's my stillborn baby and it was them holding their stillborn baby that they sent to me and i was like this blog is too much yeah for me to deal with right is that that's the note you want to wrap it up on you sure yeah you <laughs> something friendlier let's go back to 9-11 for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is oh how I boy. wrap up this. Well, podcast. buddy, I hope you I hope you make your goal. 
Well, it, it's for medical bills, I assume. It's for like funeral he wants expenses. Yeah, but he's also got this Doberman puppy named Snoop <laughs> that he just spent eight thousand dollars on. Oh yeah. well, so that's included yeah. in that in the speedboat. It's like me. Sell the speedboat. I don't know, boat. brother. Sell the speedboat. Give your. He wants to kill give. the dog. No, <laughs> no. So I'm trying to sell the dog to a nice, more stable person that isn't He's, trying to soup up their speedboat. What do you say he wants to do? He wants to give it the best funeral. Oh yeah, not he's it. also he's also a carpenter. Well, I, I don't what he's, I don't they know, know what the sex of the baby. I just mean I've gotten in trouble. Oh, it was longer. a girl. Her name was Destiny, or, or something. Um, he's making her casket out of wood, and it's really hard. Be, he said because it's so small. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's just it's intricate woodwork, you know. It's, yeah, it's. He's got a, he needs intricate. a scroll saw to really get in there, so he's gonna need that's another thousand. But bought a speedboat and mm-hmm. you know, so give to this GoFundMe. That's what this podcast is about. Oh. Don't give to this GoFundMe. You know what I want everyone to do? Talk about something great that's going on. <laughs> Let's go around the horn. We'll give to whoever you think needs it. You know, if be, you have some money, charitable. give it to someone. Be charitable. If you have any money. Give it to somebody you don't deserve it. <laughs> no, let's end. What's everyone got going on? That's great. In the future. As of now, I'm all booked up on not good stuff. So I yeah. got a whole bunch. Uh, What's a good thing? Oh, We have a camper. Yep. That's going. So it's going on. Where is where? where? It's at my brother's. Oh, okay. He yeah. has a farm. Yeah. A very cool farm. That's mm-hmm. where we shot the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool place. Free storage. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Will's cool house. And yeah. he helped me. He showed me how to empty the waste today <laughs> from it. So that's yeah. good. You literally drive up to a hole in the ground and. Just any hole? Yeah. <laughs> any hole to do. <laughs> you find a hole, drive up to it. Oh, Tara said that. Someone knocked down the sign for the dumping site, and then a lady was yelling at her husband about knocking it down when she left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that happened. All right, what else does everyone have going on, Luke? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> something in the future that's good. Well, our album, I'm mm-hmm. making some more music that's coming along nicely. Uh, so that'll that'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good for everyone. Yeah, I'm painting more. Yeah. Uh, doing. I'm. I'm kind of working on short stories. I'm trying to do some writing in that kind of arena. So that's that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so I look forward to that. But. Uh, well, I I started a new position at work, so I'm in training for that. So that's yeah. Something I guess. Yeah. You know. What? What? Do you, that's great. Uh, commercial line underwriting. So insurance. You know, it's. It's Is it Iowa. stressful? Uh, I mean, I just started. I mean, there's a lot of stuff involved in it, mm-hmm. but, you know, I think it's something that can be understood over time. It's just yeah. basically evaluating the risk of do we want to take a business, looking at financials, loss, look at their OSHA reports, stuff like that, and oh just see, gosh. oh, you've done, uh, you know, two people have lost their hands. Maybe we don't want this business. <laughs> right. You oh. know, stuff like that. So that's interesting. On. Are you in charge of anyone? No. Maybe someday. I mean, kind of. I guess there's people, like, I would be the one that would say whether it's 
worth taking it, then you would send it off to like get quoted. And so I would instruct the people who would do so the So you quote. are in charge. Mm-hmm. You're like a pre-actuary or something. Something like that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. There are too many heads found in the chicken batter, so yep. we're not going to use this <laughs> we're company. We're going to pass. Nope. We're gonna, yeah. Too many heads. One too many. <laughs> right. one, one too many heads. <laughs> you have the, the exact right amount of beaks, but <laughs> the, head, the head ratio, <laughs> too high. <laughs> so I found six monarch eggs out on my milkweed Fun. already. Like it's way early. So I Is, like, it's usually later summer, mm-hmm. right? Like August. Into yeah. And I've barely seen any monarchs, but somehow they found me without me seeing them and put they, some eggs down. Word of mouth. Yeah, word of I monarch told, mouth. Whenever I see butterflies, I say, tell your friends. Yes, <laughs> they are. Apparently they are. <laughs> Could so. they be different? What? Could they be like a different butterfly? No, they're monarchs, but they probably won't be the super butterfly. Those are later in the season. So these will just go up north and lay eggs and die. Oh. Still important. <laughs> Still important. Yep. You did the walkthrough at the Omaha Zoo where they're like, they have to check you on the yeah. way out. They're like, you get, got no butterflies on you. <laughs> yeah. They pat you down. Isn't that so cool? I, get, I think someone took one from there <gasps> and they had to, yeah, they were upset about they it. They were shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow they made it past the fence. Well, there's Nobody like a twirly how. thing. People check you and then you have to go through two doors. To make sure you don't have any mm-hmm. butterflies stowing away. Yeah. Because butterflies they do. do that? They're like, we make our break for it. We're out of the zoo. They shouldn't be. You're safe. No, there. I mean I took a tiger once. <laughs> <laughs> no one caught. Nobody yet. patted you down. <laughs> no. All right, everyone. So everyone has said something great. No one's thinking about that baby. <laughs> <laughs> People think about it and say good thoughts, but also we're doing good things. So thanks for listening. Right, Scott. Yep. 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 Thanks for listening. (laughs) I'm closing this up fine. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.